you are going to do. Lord God, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for this time and this opportunity that you have given us. Lord Jesus, and so we pray and ask that you would bless your word. Bless each one under the sound of my voice, oh Lord God. We ask these blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. I ask that you would help me a little bit with this. Not a lot of it. But in honor of our pastor, and amen, and for she is a great woman of God. There's no doubt about that. Amen. So we're here to, to honor her and to exalt her, Lord, and to strengthen. Amen. And so I ask that you help me with a little bit of this song. It says, I've had some good days. I've had some hills to climb. I've had some weary days and some sleepless nights. But when I look around and I think things over, all of my good days, do you know this song? I'll weigh my bad days. I won't complain. I've had some good days. I've had some good days. I've had some hills to climb. I've had some weary days. And some sleepless nights. But when I look around. And I think things over, all, right. all of my good days outweigh yeah. my bad days. I won't complain. Amen. I'm going to stop right there. That's all right. Bless the Lord. But I've learned that, Hallelujah. one, that becomes it's a process of time. Before we stop complaining, mighty God. And I know from personal experience now, even more so today than Mama. ever, that there's been good days. Yeah. There's been some sad days. Yeah. There's been some weary days. There have been some sleepless nights. Some of those sleepless nights was because the phone was ringing. Uh huh. She might have just been getting into that that realm of sleep when the phone rung, and she stopped and attended to what the caller's needs were. Bless your Lord. And then there were those nights that a uh, tossing and turning, and became restless because. There was an individual or individuals on her mind that she needed to attend to in that moment. Bless your Lord. The need came to her while you was yet sleeping. While you may have even been pacing the floor and hadn't picked up the phone, but yet you were on her heart. Mighty God. So there's been some sleepless times. You know, there's been some questions. 
Lord, why? And someone said that, that you don't question God. And I get what they were trying to say. But if you don't ask, how will you know? Now, there comes a time when you should know not to ask. I've learned that too, Pastor. Uh, I believe it was, was Zacharias in the temple, and he was told that the Lord was going to turn back the hands of time and that, and that uh, Elizabeth, his wife, was going to have a child. And he asked, how could those things be? Gabriel did not waste any time. He just said, I stand in the presence of the Lord. And so, you know, that was a rebuke. And from this moment, you're not going to be able to speak until the birth of the child. So there comes a time where you, where you don't ask. Because in his position and the maturity and where he had been as far as his experience with God, he should never have asked a question. Bless your Lord Jesus. But I'm not going to bore your patience. Amen. And I was just kind of flipping here through to the scriptures. Um, you know, and, and so again, we thank God for coming in from another service and, and just thanking God for giving us traveling mercy, you know, to get here um, with our, 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 our pedal to the metal, so to speak, you know, and to be in the house of prayer. And, and so we're going to go on into the word of God in my prayer and hope my desire is that what is said will encourage our pastor. Amen. Now, I don't play church. Mm -mm. Uh, matter of fact, I, I, I've been saying this for probably the past three weeks. I'm not coming to church. I'm not coming to church it. You know, not, not going to church chilla. You know, where everybody, uh, they dance the same, you know, when the music start. Everybody know when. And, you know, they know when to get up and dance. They all got the same dance going on. And when the music stops, they sit down. You know, and so, no, not church chiller. You know, not talking about spiritualism or, or, or being religious. All I, I, I want to know is if you know Jesus. That's what I want to know. And that's what I am promoting is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Have you tried Jesus? You know, I, I, I watched him. I watched him. Um, bless your Lord Jesus. I watch the uh, uh, singers that get up and, and others that, that are supposed to be ministering. And long as they are with the microphone, they want you to be up and just going at it. They want you all with them. Bless your Lord. But then when someone else got the mic, they sit just as quiet. I watch them, watch them on their cell phones while you sit in service. Bless your Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. I got the amen in me. Bless your Lord God. Amen. And so, um, you know, I watch all of that. I see that because I don't always sit in the podium. Sometimes I, I sit in the back. You know, I go to other, I'm at other churches ministering, and, you know, or even just go to just sit in the service just to be there and see what's going on. Now, I didn't go there to be nosy. I just saw it. Bless you, Lord. And, you know, so are, do you know Jesus? That's what I want to know. Do you know Jesus? Do you know him? Hallelujah. Bless your Lord God. Hallelujah. Well, the Bible says in, in uh, 1 Peter. 1 Peter is the selected theme, and that's where, the, where we're going to. Bless your Lord God. Hallelujah. 
again, give an honor to, to, to Pastor, amen, and the, the theme is, is faith tried. Faith tried. So it's already been through the test. Bless your Lord. And so the Bible tells us in 1 Peter, the, third, uh, the first chapter beginning at the third verse, it said, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy have begotten us again unto a lively hope. So that hope was lost at one time. But he's, he's brought us back to a lively hope uh, by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance incorruptible undefiled and that fadeth not away reserved in heaven for you who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in these last times. Whereunto ye greatly rejoice. Though now for a season, if need be, ye are in heaviness through manifold temptations. That the trial of your faith, being much more precious than of gold that perishes through it, though it be tried with fire, it's yet going to perish. Uh, that you might be found unto praise and honor Hallelujah. and glory Jesus. at the appearance of Christ Jesus. Now let me let me reiterate that. That you, 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 me, all of us that's hearing this right now might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearance of Jesus Christ. Whom have you not seen? You haven't seen him. I have a problem with those that say I've seen the Lord. The apostles saw him. Uh, you could not be an apostle unless you spent time with him. From the start of the ministry. Up until the cross, you couldn't, you weren't going to be selected as an apostle. I don't know how we have so many today. Being much more precious than gold, and I do understand the meaning of it as well. Being more precious than of gold that perishes, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise, honor, and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ, whom having not seen, ye love. You haven't seen him, but you love him. And because I love him, I keep his commandments. Because you love him. The Lord said, if you love me, you're going to do what? You're going to keep his commandments. So it's not just a, a word, but it's a word of action. Ye love in whom, though ye, uh, you haven't seen him, yet believe him. You haven't seen him, but yet you believe in him. You rejoice with unspeakable and uh, full of glory. Bless your Lord Jesus. Lord. Mighty God. Hallelujah. When we talk about a test, uh, we, we talk about a process, something that is intended to establish a certain level of quality. 
Uh, it is meant to prove performance or reliability of something. You go through the test and you pass the test and then, then someone will say that you're reliable, that you're dependable, that she's been through some, some tests, that she's been through some trials, some, some what we call tribulations, and she's been proven, and she is reliable, and she has uh, a quality, a quality of service. It is part of being tested to find out, uh, and it shows our strength and weaknesses. It shows a level of quality of learning. It also shows if there is an absence of something. And so if there's an absence of something or if we have it, but yet we uh, don't apply it correctly, then we miss the mark. Bless you, Lord God. And so in, the, in Deuteronomy, Moses is speaking to the saints. He's speaking to the people of God. And he talks about the tribe. He said, of all the commandments which I command thee this day, that ye observe to do them. And you're going to have to think about it. And you're going to have to remember it. And you're going to have to make a conscious effort to do what God is asking us to do. That ye may live. The Bible says, uh, and he told Ezekiel, he said, I'm giving, I've given the people my statues that if they if they do them, then they will live in them. Now, I need you to mentally underline that, you know, whatever verbiage that you want to use, but underline that, make a mental note of that, that if you, if you keep them, then you shall live in them. It's important to know that. It's important to understand that, that if you do them, you will live in them. Bless your Lord God. He said that thou shalt remember all the ways which the Lord thy God led thee these 40 years in the wilderness. Now understand the journey from where they were to where to the promised land was not a 40 year journey. It just that God had them, you know, some of y'all might know that, that song. Here we go around in circles. Da -da -da, you know, and, and so they went around in circles. They went around in circles. And then they're going around in circles. God showed them what was in their heart. God showed them what was inside. When we go through and we are dealing with situations and circumstances, it is going to reveal what is on the inside. Whatever is on the inside is going to come out. Bless you, Lord God. Someone said, I, I, I slipped. No, you did not slip. That was on the inside, and it came outside. Now it needs to be dealt with. Bless you, Lord God. It was hidden, but now it's been revealed. Bless you, Lord God. Mighty God. And so those 40 years, the Lord said that, that I might humble you. I'm going to take you through something that, that that's going to bring you down. Uh, sometimes we feel broke, busted, and disgusted. I, I know I was telling telling some folks uh, a couple of weeks ago. I said I, I said I felt broken. I felt I, I felt so uh, so busted. I just felt like I you know. And it's not when I look back, I'm like there's nothing that was done wrong. But God brings us into a position 
He sets us up into a certain uh, atmosphere and a certain thing so that we will understand that there is something yet on the inside that needs to be brought outside so that it can be properly dealt with. Bless your Lord. And so it says, and he humbled thee, and he suffered thee to hunger. He let you get right to the edge. Right to the edge where it doesn't look like there's nothing happening, and then he something matters. Oh, bless your Lord God. So they didn't starve to death. They didn't go hungry. The clothes that they had on did not wear out. They did not get holes in their shoes. Their shoestrings didn't deteriorate. Bless your Lord God. Mighty God, the tents that they were sleeping in didn't get eaten up by moths or anything. Oh, bless your Lord Jesus. He said that you might know. Now, he said... He, he tells them, he said that your fathers and your, your ancestors and stuff, they did not know. They did not understand. They didn't even know where the manna had come from. That they might understand man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. You ought to tell the Lord, feed me. Feed me, Lord. Feed me, Lord. Feed me, Lord. Bless you, Lord God. The test identifies who, what, and where you are. It causes you to get up close and personal with God and yourself. You find out about who you are. You find out where you are. You find out what you will and will not do. Bless your Lord. I heard John say that, that if our hearts condemn us, God is greater than our heart and knoweth all things. He said, beloved, if our heart condemn us not, then we have confidence toward God. But if there's a condemnation there, if there's something that you know that you're dealing with, oh my God, it shouldn't be a, huh. Bless your Lord. It shouldn't be a situation. I'm struggling with this. I'm struggling with this because some are struggling with it that, that they come and the situation, they know, you know that there is something because God has sent something in our way, in your path, to cause it to be revealed. And then you come and you say, well, I'm going to leave it with God. When it's really sitting outside on the hood of your car, waiting for you to exit the building so that it can high five you and say, let's get going. Amen. Bless your Lord Jesus. Mighty God. In our hearts. We got to have confidence with God. And whatsoever we ask, then we'll receive it of him. Why? Because we keep his commandments. Bless you, Lord God. Well, the Bible says that Peter reminds them of their election by the foreknowledge of God. He said that God saw you before your conception. God saw you before uh, mom and dad uh, had a chance to get busy. He saw you and knew and blessed you even before then. Uh, the Bible says sanctification of the spirit, uh, obedience, even the shedding of blood for the remission of sin. The Lord spoke these words to Jeremiah. He said, before I knew you. Uh, I knew you well enough that, that even though you may have had a stuttering problem, I knew you well enough that you might even have become addicted. I knew you well enough that you may have even felt suicidal. I knew you well enough that even though you were chasing after that boo, 
I knew you well enough that even though you went left when I said go right, I knew it even before you knew yourself that I called you, that I sanctified you. My God, you mean, Lord, yes, I sanctified you. I sanctified you even when you was in your mess. The Bible tells us that he called those things that are not as though they were. Huh. I, I'm calling it. He calls the shots. Yes, he does. And he said, I ordain you a prophet unto the nations. Now, this is what God told Jeremiah. He didn't just speak this about Jeremiah, but he spoke it about you as well. Uh-huh. Uh, that's why it's no coincidence that you're sitting in service. It's no coincidence to visit a service. It's no coincidence to hear a song and, and it drives you in that moment into tears. There's no coincidence that in that moment that you wake up and you say, God, you know what? Save me. Lord, help me. It's not coincidental. He heard you a long time ago before you even uttered the words. Bless your name, Jesus. Come on, church. Bless your Lord God. Before I knew you. Oh, my God. Oh, bless you, Lord God. He said, I knew you before, before there was an insult. Mm -hmm. uh, before there was a, a compliment. Oh, look at my baby. He, he knew you before that. And he knew it even though they said it was an accident. They were just trying to have fun in that moment. But whoop, there you were. Bless you, Lord. He knew it. And he ordained you. Huh, he had to give it to God's word. Ordained means that he planted a seed. And he made provision for all the hiccups. Yes, he did. He made provision for all the hiccups that would occur up to the time, oh my God, till you met goodness. Uh-huh. You ran into goodness one day. You were just going on and goodness was walking next to you. Like, who is this? You know, why am I thinking that way? Oh my. And all of a sudden, you start to remember some things in your mind and you know, and after a while, you and goodness start to have a conversation. Paul, bless your Lord God. Next thing you know, you didn't stop. And you know what? I'm not going to take that drink because I'm not going to get lit because, you know, I, because goodness has my, my attention right now. Oh, my God. Bless your Lord God. His goodness, his goodness, his goodness, his goodness, his goodness, his goodness, his goodness met you someplace. Thank you, Jesus. His goodness. His goodness, and, and your goodness all of a sudden created a bond. Hallelujah. And in that bond, the goodness led you someplace. Come on, let's go over here. Where are we going? I, I'm going with you, but, but where are we going? Next thing you know, you found yourself in repentance. Bless your Lord God. Because his goodness leads us to repentance. Bless your Lord Jesus. Bless your Lord. Mighty God. Goodness met us. Oh. Goodness met us when we didn't feel worthy. God said you're worthy. Goodness met us when we when we said, no, not me. God said, yes, you, I'm talking to you. Bless your Lord. The Bible said that Peter ushered in, uh, began is ushering us into a, a righteous uh, a place of recognition. He ushered us into a lively hope, reminding us. Uh, now, remember, Peter is talking to a bunch of folks. He's talking to a group of folks that he's not met before. He's talking to some folks that, that he's never seen, but he's sending them a word, and he's encouraging their heart that you are yet in a lively hope. 
He said that, that he's given us by the work and of resurrection of Jesus Christ. It can't be done no other way. Uh, it's not done through crystals. It's not done through a potbelly man. It's not done through a six-armed woman. It's not done through a woman standing on a, on a dragon. It's not done uh, through any of those uh, uh, through ceramic or metal. Uh, but it's done through a lively hope. A hope that comes through Jesus Christ. Uh, bless your Lord God. Uh, let me just back up here. Uh, to help somebody out. It don't come through Hinduism. It don't come through feng shui. It don't come through uh, uh, through uh, uh, through features or philosophies, and, uh, you know, or any other type of uh, philosophy. But it comes through Jesus Christ. For the Bible says that if you try to come up another way, you're nothing more than a thief and a robber. Uh, the porter sits at the door, and the porter knows those that should come in. And when he sees them, he knows who to let in, and he knows who to keep out. Peter reiterates a powerful message. He says that you are kept by the power of God. You're kept by his power. You're kept by his strength. You're kept by his authority. You're kept by his word. A hope that's been activated. One day, a hope was activated. It was activated in Pastor Griffin. And this hope turned into faith. And this faith triggered an action. It became a reaction to the hope and faith that there was. And she began to seek after him. For the Bible tells us that he is a rewarder. That he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. She began to believe in God. And she believed in him enough that she began to seek after him. But not only did she tell him that, uh, but she also told others, that's why you're sitting here. That's why I'm here. Because she held on to the hope. Held on to the hope that started out. My God, others have thrown in the towel. Others have laid down. Others have stopped. But she's holding on. Tried and tested. My God. The Bible says over in Jude. He said he writes to the church. All specifically to them that are sanctified. Sanctified by God. Oh, and preserved in Jesus Christ. And called. Called by God means to be led of his spirit. Those that are led of his spirit, they are the sons of God. Well, the Bible tells us that if we conform to his word, his word is significant, whereby we greatly rejoice. You got to find some joy. You got to find joy in what you're dealing with. You got to find joy in what you go through. You got to find some joy. My God, because the joy of the Lord is our strength. He said, go for a season. Remember, it's only for a season. Now, season, we like it to last three months. And the summer is over. We like it to last three months. And the fall is over. We like it to last three months. And the winter is over. Spring is over. But God's season is different. For one day is as a thousand years. And a thousand years as one day. So the season is not over until God says over. But when we find joy, I heard Job say that I found, he didn't use this word, but Job found some joy. He said, yet though he slay me, I'm going to trust in him. Though he try me, I'm going to trust in him. Though he put me through, I'm going to trust in him. Though I don't understand, I'm going to trust in him. 
I heard the songwriter say, I used to complain, but I won't complain no more. I could complain, but I won't complain. Oh, bless your Lord God. Job found some joy. He didn't complain. He understood that God was in control. He understood there was nothing that he could do. And if God can fix it, it can't be fixed. He understood that his wife couldn't do it. The children is gone. The friends are all sitting around, scratching their heads, trying to figure out what's wrong. My God, until they couldn't help it but to make an accusation. But Job said, I'm going to see my Redeemer. I'm going to stand in his presence. Bless your Lord God. When that day comes, when that time comes, I'm going to stand in his presence because I'm going to trust in him. When I go through my trial and tribulation, I'm going to trust in him. I don't know what else to do except to trust in God. That's your best bet is to trust in God. Oh, bless your Lord Jesus. The trial of your faith. The test of your faith. The tech, we call it in technology a proof of concept. Being much more precious than gold. Meaning that it's priceless. It's invaluable. It's indispensable. It's extremely useful. Oh, Lord God. Oh, my God. He said that you might be found under praise and honor. Don't you know that there's a praise waiting for you? Don't you know there's some words that's been lined up waiting for those that's been tried and proven? My God, you hear sometimes say that all I want to do is hear the Lord say, Well done, good and faithful servant. Don't you know that's a praise? Don't you know that's adoration? Don't you know that there's a thankfulness? Don't you know that that's a gladness? Don't you know that that's honor from the Lord? Don't you know that that's glory from God? Bless your Lord Jesus. Mighty God. Huh. Listen here. Let me help you out with this. We look for the covenant of the Lord. I'm looking for him. My eyes is open. My ears are being attentive. Now, whether I go by way of the grave, because there's, there's all boxes of different sizes, ages, and everything that people are leaving out of here, stepping out of time into eternity, and everybody's going to heaven. Listen. The Bible tells us. The Bible tells us. The Bible tells us. The Bible tells us. 1 Corinthians 15, please. The Bible tells us, mighty God, that I might not be here. I might not be here. All right. But, and if I am, if I am here, then I still need to be found where there's glory, honor, praise that is to be given. Bless your Lord. Mighty God. Now, in that moment, you got it? In that moment, 1 Corinthians 15, 51. 
in that moment. Because see, right now the trial of our faith is going on. And you read that loud and clear. Behold, I show you a mystery. Mm -hmm. We shall not all sleep, mm -hmm. but we shall all be changed. Okay. We're not all going to sleep. And if I'm asleep, I'll be woken at the trunk of God. But we shall not all be changed. What will change? Something's going to change. The trial in your faith is the process of change right now. It's the process of change right now. Read. In the moment, in the twinkling of an eye. In the moment, in the twinkling of an eye. Wait a minute. In the moment, in the twinkling of an eye, I do not have a moment. I do not have the speed to say, forgive me. I do not have the strength and the power to say, I repent. That, that cliche, that catchphrase that people right. like, I repented of that. And then you're doing the same thing. Jesus. Bless your Lord. In the moment, in the twinkling of an eye. You can't climb from between the sheets. My Lord. You can't empty out the bottle. You can't put it out. You can't do nothing. Then the moment twinkle it out loud. Where did it say? At the trump, for the last trumpet shall sound. The trump is going to sound. And the dead shall be raised. And the dead, whether it's me or whether it's not, the dead shall be raised. Incorruptible. Incorruptible. Yeah. Now, wait a minute. That incorruption came about because we've been tested and tried. We've been tested and tried. Faithful. Read. And we shall be changed. Uh-huh. For the corruptible must be put on incorruption. The, the what? For this corruptible Look at this corruptible. What is corruptible? This flesh must put on incorruption. Incorruption. The flesh must change. Uh-huh. And this mortal. And this mortal must put on. Must put on immortality. Must put on immortality. What is not going to be changed? There's something that's not going to be changed. Bless your Lord God. Well, your spirit man is not going to be changed. We're in the process right now. We're in the process of change right now. The Bible says some man's sins go before him. So whatever it is that you don't, sit it right now, don't deal with this right now, and get rid of it. But there are other man's sins that's going to come behind them and then it's going to stand up after them because it was not their way. Those of us, the trying of your faith, more precious than gold, that's been tried in the fire, more pure, the spirit man is not going to be changed. 
Your flesh will be changed. Not your spirit man. And because the spirit man is not to, in other words, let me let me cut through the chase here. God's not going to have a problem in the kingdom with us rebelling and trying to um, and doing what we want to do because we've already lined up with His will. It's not going to be a struggle to live and to be in the kingdom of God or inheriting the earth because that's what the mean. Mm. Bless your Lord Jesus. Bless your Lord. Spirit man. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. The spirit man. Now let's separate the shenanigans. Let's separate the shenanigans because sometimes we got some shenanigans going on and we want to claim the scripture as a defense of our shenanigans. You know, but we'll we'll do something and then when we suffer the consequences of it, then we want to claim the scripture. Which no, when you when we suffer for unrighteousness, we have to take it patiently, and and take it and appreciate the fact that we were chastised because it will bring about the results that God wants if we receive it and change. Change has to occur now in your lifetime. Grace is not for the dead; it is for the living. It's for the living. Grace and mercy is following us right now for all the days of our life. And you know what it's doing this here. Come on, come on, come on, come on back. Come on back to the Lord. Come on, come on. It's following us up right now. Come on, come on. You know that was wrong. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. That's what grace and mercy is doing right now with us. Bless you, Lord Jesus. Mighty God, Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost, thank you, Lord. That's what grace and mercy is doing right now. Grace and mercy is saying, don't, don't go down that street. Don't pick up that, don't text them, don't call them. You told to cut that off. Stop it right now. That's what grace and mercy is doing. And so when we fall in line, I'm, I'm done. When we fall in line with what God is saying, when we line up, and then when we're tested, the Bible tells us that, that, that our flesh is tried when we cease from sin. That's scripture. That, that's how you know. You fight, your fight becomes something else. Sin is not God tempting you. It's not him tempting me. The Bible said those are unresolved issues in our flesh. Unresolved. It's unresolved. And it brings about death. Let's resolve those issues. Right? Let's follow the pattern. A great pattern that has been set by a pastor. Come on and give God praise. Bless the Lord God. Bless you, Jesus. Bless the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. She has set an example for all of us, and she continues to set an example. And so, she don't have to say, follow me as I follow Christ. I think the example by itself is enough. It says, wow, if, if she has a life relationship with God like that, if I follow her steps, I'll also have the same. God bless you. Bless your Lord God.